coming at you from Stretch Wolf Studios. It's time again to rage across the internet. We're here as usual. I've got to my left, Danny. Just Tyson. Just Tyson. Huh? Producer Danny Tyson. Hey, everybody. That's all. And of course, across me, my man Tommy Dixon. How you doing, brother? How's it going, guys? It's going well. Going well. Yeah, very well. You're enduring this terrible, rainy, murky, nonsense day. Yeah, what the hell? Yesterday was so nice, though. Just, just welcome to... Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, welcome to the world. <laughs> welcome to the world. Yeah. We're, just, we're dealing with it. <laughs> but that's okay, because we're here in studio to bring to you another great episode. It's going to be it's gonna be a great episode. I hope so. Or else. Or, or else. <laughs> okay, so yes. Oh, oh he's it's threatening going... us right now well. that we have to do a good job. That's right. Well, it's he... a good episode at Knife Point, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he flat out said we don't put out episodes he doesn't like, so... It's I true. did say that at Discord yeah, he today. he did it. Oh, man. When he <laughs> Which said is it, true. Like, we have shit. scrapped a lot of episodes. Dude, there's been more than a few. Then yeah. it's like, no, I don't... No. No. Which is kind of... I don't want to say embarrassing, but at the same time... I'm not embarrassed by that. I'm proud to say that I won't put something out that I won't stand by. Agreed. I, I Like I said, I'm not trying to say embarrassing. I think it's kind of a bummer that there's that many other episodes out there that just haven't got to air. You know, sometimes shit happens or a good bit goes away or like a good point was brought up and lost, but everything comes back around. Quality wasn't there for a lot of them. That's the main reason. And that's really what it comes down to. True. You know, hell, I remember we had that audio issue like way back, episode five and six, six and seven. Something like that. And we pulled both of those. Yeah. One aired for like an hour. For an hour. And then we pulled it. (laughs) Yep. Sorry if you got that one. Right. But, I mean, what did we do is we, we went back, we did the re-record, and then we posted two in a day to make up for it. Yeah. No, I remember. A, that was a long time ago. Right. Speaking And speaking of a long time ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> here, well here is done. the segue. Nice. Today we're talking Umbra. And um, <laughs> it would be fair to call this Umbra 102, except for the fact that if um, you go back... <laughs> Umbra 101 was almost a year ago. <laughs> yeah. That was episode 18. It's been a while. It's been a while. Something we promised to revisit. And we and, hey, look, we're, we're not breaking that promise. No, we're I mean, we're making it good it. on it. Just oops. <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops is right. No, like seriously, like nine months, we couldn't think to like talk about the Umbra again. <laughs> a lot of just, stuff came It didn't up. cross our fucking mind. I, yeah, I mean, we've, all, we've talked about Umbra and right, but we just haven't done... In a, in a focused episode, correct? Right. And I mean, getting a focused episode out of us in the first place, <laughs> to be honest. Good luck. Yeah, good point on that, too. That's the, that can't be why people listen to this. No. I know they're not listening for our jokes, so... Uh, you know... Um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we dive into that, though... Right. We should talk a little business. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, you guys know by now... The store's open. Yes. Our, our store is back. It's you still, still need to buy one. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> close enough for now. Any idea how long ago? <laughs> It'll take us nine months to buy kazoos. Right. <laughs> is that what you're doing? What? So, the store is open. <laughs> you, uh, this yep. guy. This, yep. Stores open, and you know we are still within our first uh, our, our grand reopen. What I'm calling our grand reopening sale. Yeah, where you know if you join our Discord, you can get the ten percent off coupon code. So it's all you got to do is join the Discord, and you will get we'll give you that code. Yeah, and you can use that for ten percent off the purchase at an individual item, which kind of makes more sense anyway. Well, I mean, you know, like, oh, you get ten percent off a five dollar item. Congratulations. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> Buy like three shirts and a mug. 
And you get 10% off all of that. And like a car. Wow, we have Rage Across the Internet cars. When did this happen? I, um... (laughs) I can't verify their delivery. (laughs) Cash up front, no refunds. Oh, wow, okay. You're gonna get a little Hot Wheels. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even to say R.I., it's just a Hot Wheels. (laughs) We'll sign it, fuck it. There we go, perfect. No, um, but there are a couple new items. Oh, cool. You know, we, uh, we've got, you know, maybe go and look. Go find out. Yeah. You can get to that through our, our website, which is, Tom? Rageacrossetheinternet.com. Dot com. No. <laughs> not, not, no. That cam. <laughs> thanks, Danny. Yep, nope. Thanks, Danny. Nope. <laughs> I said no. So, yeah, uh, it's just a couple new products. And, you know, we will have more as time goes on. Yeah, we're still looking. Um, I'm excited to see what else we can get on there. Yeah. There's some cool stuff already, and we're already looking into getting really cool stuff, so. And if you have suggestions for products or, like, a different style of something, let us know, because we're not... Yeah, feedback. <laughs> we're not, like, the experts on this, so. Right. Yeah, if you, so if you want something specific that's not there, or... Maybe we can make it happen. Yeah, just let us know. Right in. You know we love our feedback. Right. And our talk food. To, talk to us on Discord, because you're already there to get your discount code. There you go. Boom. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. No, yeah, it's a big deal. It's yeah. a good idea. And of course, you know, to um, just the usual beg, borrow, and steal to get those reviews, those five stars, wherever wherever you can do it. Word of mouth, like our Facebook nonsense, just give it a thumbs up. It ain't going to hurt you, but it's going to get us out there to other people. And we we want more people. We want all the people. Yeah. Share the wealth. We want people who don't know what werewolves are. We can teach them. It'll be okay. It'll be fun. We want, we want the, the people who know all the werewolves. We, we want all the people. That works for me. Tom, we want all the people, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit me up on the Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that's, 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 I mean, that's Tom's, that's Tom's yeah. baby now. That, that's yeah. all you, man. Hit me up on the Twitter. <laughs> Give us know. a like. Retweet us. Yeah. Post every Tuesday. So, yeah. you know, maybe a couple more posts here and there, especially showing off some of that merch. And hey, if you have bought stuff. Oh, yeah. Big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Post you, that, too. Please. Put that put that on your, your, your tweets and, and put that in your faces books. Hash brown us. Yeah. Put a hash brown with our name <laughs> on it. Send it to the internet. <laughs> Send it to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Post those pictures of that merch. Yeah, show it off. Yeah, please, show it off. That stuff looks cool to us. We want to know if that looks cool to you, too. You know, maybe people get excited about seeing it. Yeah. You know? We right. get excited about yeah, seeing it. Yeah, I was going to say, we get excited. Right? Yeah, it's some cool stuff. I'm My mug is here. Oh, my last one broke, and I was so disheartened over it. And so now that this one's up, it's... Nice and displayed. Yeah, Tom's it got is, the it travel. It is sad you lost season one's mug. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Collector's item, but bummer. Yeah, of course, this is the season two merch. So. Yeah. If you have any season one stuff, that's limited edition, man. That's... <laughs> Never coming back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but all right, let's, uh, that said, let's move on. Yeah, let's go. All right, so we are, in fact, talking the Umbra today. And the plan has always been, because we covered the Penumbra in the first episode, mm-hmm. we would immediately move to the Near Umbra. Right. Which is a it's, it's a trickier beast. <laughs> Understatement. Yeah. But since we were barely out of single digits when we covered the penumbra, <laughs> right? I thought maybe it'd be good to have a little bit of a refresher for yeah. those who aren't you know new, new to the game. Not a bad idea. You know. So I guess we start there. So the bottom line is the the penumbra. Velvet Shadow. That's right. Still classy. Still classy. Nice. Still classy. Yeah, the uh, the penumbra is the umbra you go. That's when you step sideways. You, pa- you cross the gauntlet. That's where you are. You're in the penumbra. That's probably, what, at least 75% of where you go anytime you go into the umbra? 
Probably. I mean, that varies, of course, by what you're doing in Storyteller, but more often than not, often than in, not. in my experience, people go to the penumbra. Okay. You know, and that is, it's, you know, quote, Gaia Shadow, the Velvet Shadow, because mm-hmm. again, PQ's up, folks, we're being classy here. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> and that is the, the reflection of, of the realm. Right. You know, it's not a one for one. You it's know. like a darker, shittier version. Well, sure, I like to equate it to, uh, if you've watched Stranger Things, The Upside Down. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that great... That is the best way to put it. Yeah, it's a great visual, you know, it, again, not one for one either, but I think it's a great way to look at it to where it's mm-hmm. the same general thing, but not everything is there. Yep, darker. Yep. Not as happy. <laughs> Certainly not, you know, um... So, I mean, that's the, obviously the penumbra. And then you you have to keep in mind is I think a lot of players use that sometimes as like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, more inexperienced groups. Yeah, like trying to rob a bank or something. I'll just go in the umbra and flip into this bank vault and then come out on the other side. I'm good. And I mean, going to the umbra it might not exist. And then that's Depending kind of the point on how here. long it's been there. Right. And how much, you know, um, attention it's got, how much uh, resonance it has, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, it's important to keep in mind that, you know, you can have something of import, you know, um, a park or maybe a stretch of forest, right, mm-hmm. in the Umbra. You know, it had been there for years and years and years and years and years. So here it is in the Umbra. It has that presence. But maybe it's now? been torn down and it's a strip mall in the realm. Okay. The spirit can exist without the physical being. The physical cannot exist without the spirit. Yeah, it can go one way but not the other. Right. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I guess also depends how long it has been that way. How yeah. long has that strip mall been there? How long was the that forest there beforehand? So that I, would I can be see interesting it. stepping sideways in a strip mall, and all of a sudden you're in a nice forest. It would be kind of neat, yeah. <laughs> I don't neat. know if it would be nice. Well, you know what I mean, though. It'd be a forest, and it's just, oh, that's neat. <laughs> well, you know, obviously everything there is is spirit stuff. It's ephemera. Mm-hmm. You know, and also you, you know, the Umbra works on different rules and right. different sections of the Umbra work in different rules. But again, with the Penumbra, it's the closest to one for one with the realm. Okay. Yeah, that makes it's not, sense. but it's the closest to it. Right. Yeah. Like, like, and you, like you said, the upside down from Stranger Things, it's, it's the best close. way to paint it visually. <laughs> yeah. If to, to express it visually to someone new, I think the upside down. Mm-hmm. Is a, is a great example. Of course, I've always sung the praises of that show is secretly a World of Darkness show. <laughs> Project Iliad, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, this is a test subject, and he was the bane, this was the op, no, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's a, a scrag. scrag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I picture a scrag, too. <laughs> yeah, Demogorgon is just a scrag, everybody. Because when that first came out, we had just started playing. Yeah. Yep. And Porter had told both me and Tom, like, okay, watch this. And then when you're done watching, I'll go, I'll let you know a little bit more information. Let me watch it. And he goes, so did you figure it out yet? And then Tom and I looked at each other like, yeah, we figured it out. He goes, so what's the Demogorgon? Son of a bitch. (laughs) Yep, that's a scrag. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, so I think, I mean, that show's good for that. Mm -hmm. It's a decent show, but that's not why we're here. Right. You know, just talk of that refresher on the Umbra. Uh, Makes sense why we can do that and help get into the... The next section? Yeah, the little little warm-up as we, we dive deeper into this beast. Because, you know, the Umbra is... I'm, I'm going to say the Umbra is infinite. Uh, I was going to say vast. Uh, it's an understatement, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so many pocket realms and... Just, it, exactly. Yeah. Layers upon layers and realms so, hidden into realms. It's a big and, onion. 
It, it, it is. It is. It's the largest onion. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while, onion. huh? Title: The largest the, onion. Number two: The largest or the biggest <laughs> onion. Oh, perfect. <laughs> That's right. it. We got it. Got to write print. that down. <laughs> Just peel back. It's got layers. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Got it. All right. Written yeah. down. There we go. You know, I mean, and the umbra is such an important part of the game. Oh yeah. You know, you got to keep in mind, is Garo, you know, yeah, they're part man, they're part spirit, too. Yes, part man, part wolf, part spirit. All awesome. Um, the, True. <laughs> but, you know, the, the ability to, to deal with the spirits, to deal with them in their homelands, to, to explore the vastness of the Umbra, you know, that's, you want to talk to your realms at that point. You know, the Penumbra, again, is the Penumbra. And, you know, again, sometimes people could use that as like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Don't do that. Well, you shouldn't, because, and I'll tell those those storytellers in those groups who don't know this stuff, that it should be worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. whatever, whatever the bad news bears is in the realm should be worse. That should it be a blight. when you go into the penumbra. Yeah, it should be a blight or a hellhole, or that crack house should be festooned with banes once you step sideways. Oh. And maybe there's no floor on the third floor. three thunderworms, like... Well, maybe, but, you know, yeah, something. Something epic. You know, you're on the fourth floor of that, those high-rises where, you know, the, where the crack houses are, and, you know, maybe there's no... There's building. no building. Yeah, there so might not even a be a floor, building. Yeah, you've got a four-story fall. Enjoy <laughs> that. Or, oh. or, you know, there's no floor, and it's just the facade of a building. Maybe it's been there long enough. Mm. You know, maybe you're grasping on pattern webs to hold on. You know? It could be just the iron sitting there, and you got to watch out. You might get speared. Could be. Ouch. You yeah. know, but again, even though, you know, crack house. So maybe there's maybe this is a blight. Maybe it's a hellhole. Yeah, like you say, because then you're looking at worm corruption. Yeah, you get smoglings and, uh, you know, maybe probably a few scrags here and there and, you know, various banes of uh, all sorts of different shit. Yeah. You know, it's going to be worse than, like, the 12 crackheads you're going to have to fight normally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe just kill the four more. What are you doing? Oh, man. You know, so it's it's not something you should just use as a shortcut to get out of a jam because, again, it will sometimes make it worse. Then again, sometimes it can help... With ease of access. I, I remember a particular group who were um, tasked with taking down this, um, I mean, the Cliff's Notes. Okay. You know, the bad man lives here in this junkyard. I was going to say, this is not us. Or is, or is it the us? The bad man lives in this junkyard. Okay. In, in um, the group, the, this group of particular players, these, these geniuses, <laughs> spent two hours, like in the real world time, in lupus, <laughs> scouting around the property... Looking at the fence, oh my God. trying to locate where the, the the junkyard dogs were, and and uh, you know they eventually oh, made their made their break and infiltrated the junkyard, got their way through, and um, it was no fences in the umbra, so it wasn't like a compound. They could just walk down in. Hey Tom, Does that sounds yep. weird. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Do you remember I'm that? quiet over here for a reason. <laughs> do, do you that remember was that? what? Like that was early on. That. Was that during the guilty? It was during that guilty. was during the guilty. I think it was chapter five. Was it Ish. five? It was four or five? Yeah, it was a little side mission during the guilty. Yeah, I thought it, it was, was earlier it, than that because the patrons might have that by now. Earlier than that is into the breach. Oh, you mean chronologically? Chronologically, yeah. We haven't uh, recorded it yet, so it's got to be five or later. Holy yep. crap! Oh man, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it is a little bit. Uh, well, we were still, we were still new. No, you were still, but it was funny. It was. It was funny because one of you stepped you? sideways at the end, and it's like the house barely exists. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's like step we... sideways at the end because you got to clean up your mess. Yep. Isn't Something it... we were taught in into the breach. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. And then you looked around and you were like, oh, this kind of... Yep. We just... <laughs> yep. Oh, damn it. Oh, darn. <laughs> yep. Embarrassing. Well, to be fair, at first, the Umbra to us was painted as in bad news bears. Oh, yeah. It was scary. You, The way you painted it when we first started, it was like scary. We were trying to avoid it as much as we could. Do, do tell. It's just the way you painted it. It was, again, it was the darker version of the and realm. Plus, our first time there was... We had to deal with scrags and blah, blah, blah. It was our, our ritual. I mean, right. we went into it and went, oh, this is a hellhole. I don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was bad right off the bat for us. So it just kind of painted it for the rest of it. I mean, yeah. obviously we've learned. Right. Oh, for sure. And plus, you know, we didn't read the Umbra book. So it was kind of one of those. <laughs> we were doing it off of our first experience. And it was, yeah, bad news bears going into the Umbra. So avoid See, it. I, I didn't realize I scared you off the Umbra with the first. I, I, I don't know about. No, no. No, scared. no, it's scared. Scared, yeah. yeah. I did. So there's Does Danny want his face ripped off again by a scrag. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so actually, there's a good tip right there for you, you newer storytellers. Be careful not to scare your players <laughs> away from the Umbra. Show the good and the bad. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good idea. We also had a different kind of beginning. Well, definitely, but I mean, that's I didn't know that until you said it right now. I really? Had no idea. Yeah. I thought we told you. No, I always wondered why you guys shied away from the Umbra so fucking much. Again, it was in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like, that makes sense. Now, it's, it's very important and almost not used often enough. No, I agree. Um, and I think we talked about this somewhat recently, mm-hmm. about how I had to change on the fly Oh yeah, um, a lot of the stories through Shadows and Tall Trees. Right, or most current Chronicle yep. just mm-hmm. happened, yeah. There was a lot of Umbral play in that, a lot mm-hmm. of exploring Umbral realms that I cut, and we're not done doing that stuff because it's... As we'll get into now. Or as Extremely we're important. Yeah. And it can be really fun and really interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially after what we just did our little research here. And I can see how much could have been in our in that chronicle. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, man. Kind of wish I saw some of this. Or I wish I saw some of that. But I, at the same time, we know what happened to the chronicle. The pacing was fucked. Yeah. It's... And it's just... Well, and after my hiatus with the way we wrote Ghost Little One your stint mm-hmm. i try to use the umbra more and more because he's gotten more comfortable with it which is cool and you know there's always time for more humble stories there's so much to explore and in, in so many avenues you can go to and i think yeah, let's let's make that transition mm-hmm. and i think the first thing i noticed in this this really stuck in my craw okay while we were reading up you know uh for for this episode because you know behind here's a little inside baseball folks is um, I do maybe half the research these guys do. Oh, well, you know so much more than we do. Well, I mean, that's the You've thing. You've done the research over the course of your life. Right. So, you know, when I go, I'll go for a quick refresher, something maybe I'm not sure on, I want to touch down on, I want to double check on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these guys are learning shit for the first time. Mm-hmm. Is yep. that about accurate? Oh, yeah. Very. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I, I've always had a trouble with the idea of the transition between the penumbra and the near umbra. Okay. So I went looking, because I wanted to double down on that. So I opened Umber uh, 20, and I'm looking. And then I opened Umber 3, <laughs> and I'm looking. And I opened Velvet Shadow. Oh, no. And I'm looking. A lot of that book is the same. Is revised, by the way. Um, hmm. A lot of that book is word for word. Oh, wow. Yeah. Moneymaker. Well, I mean, the stuff that changed, changed. So, right. like, hey, folks. Yeah, nothing. but this is the concrete stuff that has to stay. <laughs> right. So... I did not find what I would call a satisfactory answer 
I, that's I, I thought you were going that direction. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of feasible information in there to, to be the, the transitions. There, there is some, it's, but it's not concrete. In, with the nature of the Umbra, mm-hmm. I can understand that, and I can almost be at peace with that, except for, as a storyteller, like today, right. I, can, I can give you that transition. I can come up with something clever or something fun. You know, like a more experienced Garu is taking you to the near Umbra for the first time. It's going, ah, I think we're about here. Hmm. Okay. And like kicks over a rock and there's a hole and that hole, it's like it's underwater and that becomes your transition through. And that can be fun. And who's to say it can't be? Because the book aggressively doesn't tell you that it can't. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it can be whatever you want it to be. So you could do that. Or step into a shadow, you know, like the shadow of this tree. A shadow of a tall tree, perhaps. Oh, Didn't man. mean to do that. That just happened. Good job. And, and, you know, and suddenly you don't come through the other side. Now you're deeper in. You could do a fun thing like that. There's nothing stopping you. There's nothing wrong with it. But it would be nice as a storyteller who at one point couldn't come up with something like this on the fly. Right, especially a newer storyteller. Exactly what I'm saying. To have something concrete down that they can look at even if it's just a couple examples of shit you could do to make that transition happen. Because and now we're not talking about the deeper parts of the Umbra yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another year. Yeah. <laughs> um, just happened to stumble upon. You know, well, you know, you, you hit the you hit the membrane. Mm-hmm. And there's a real thing there, and you have to use an anchor head. And, you know, fine. But there isn't that between... It, it's on the same level. Right. You're talking about between Penumbra and Nier. I'm talking... Yeah. Yeah, trying to make that transition. Yeah, it's one of those you can't just stumble upon. A, like, I mean, I guess you could. You know, you could. You could. If you're wandering far enough in the penumbra, yeah, you could just stumble into the near. You know, then, then real quick, because I like those two examples mm-hmm. for the newer storytellers out there. Any other ones you can come off the top of your head? Well, I mean, I mean, you could just find yourself walking, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, maybe gravity gets lighter. And, you know, you look behind you, and the shit that was behind you is, like, way behind you. Oh, wow. Like, you just, but I just remember crossing it. Yeah, like, you just like you just moved 20 miles in the course of a second. Wow. That's okay. the near umber for you, though. Right. Yeah, you know, and it just, it just happened around you instantly. Um, you know? And, I mean, obviously, they're... Well, they do to... mention spirit gates. I mean, those are obviously old and ancient, and nobody knows how to use them. <laughs> right. But, yeah, they're as not... a storyteller... You could write something in. You could. Um, and with, and I, I mean, we were going to get to that, so mm-hmm. you bring it up now. Cool. Well, I mean, it fits right now. So. Yeah, well, no, there sure. you go. It's cool. Well, I'm <laughs> cool with it, because I got some stuff on that, too. Yeah. You know, with the Spirit Gates, yeah, those are older and ancient. And, I, you know, I don't want to say, you figure out how to make them work. I mean, that can be done. Yeah. Or you have a Rank 6 Garu floating with you that knows how one works. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that doesn't. <laughs> Honestly. If you don't have a Rank 6 Garu walking around with your pack, I don't know what you're doing. It's crazy. Right. You don't. <laughs> that was joke time. Don't do that. <laughs> Nobody do that. <laughs> um, Newer or older storytellers, don't do it. That's a bad idea, Jeans. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It was, I like it, though. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, you could make a, a, a solid arc around that, around discovering a gate. And where does it go? Because those gates, they go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the potential in that, you know, what if you you find uh, as you know those gateways and they go somewhere amazing like summer country, or better yet, what if they go somewhere terrible like Malfi's? But now you have a direct route in and out. Oh, it's still scary. Yeah, yeah, but but you have an out. But you have an out, right? Because it's an Ooh. instant travel. I like that. Yeah, battle plan time. Exactly, that works both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you find a portal to Wolf Home. 
Well, now if you're stuck in wolf home and life is terrible, you don't have to solve the fucking mystery secret to get out. <laughs> You've got your out. As you, long as the gate is still existing on the other side. Well, you'd make the argument it would have to. Yeah, it would have to. That's that's. I was going to say that too. Because if one gate doesn't exist, the other doesn't exist as either. Right. But a lot of they them have to both exist for in it the to war. Be. But you make the argument then. I think they. You know, like Danny was saying, like they both either they both exist or neither exist. Like a moon bridge. Yeah, and we keep talking about moon bridge. Danny's got something. No, I was just saying that that'd be a really cool story hook. Yeah, or a story, even a story arc. There used to be a spirit gate here. Mm-hmm. We need to find it because there's no other way in right now. Well, and shit. Here's something for you. If that spirit gate goes somewhere. Good or important or interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the Wooden Melfi's or Wolf Home. All right. <laughs> not, not, not to somewhere terrible. Yeah, not somewhere, somewhere nice. awful. Well, nice compared. Would, wouldn't this make a great place for a cairn? Oh. See what I mean? Story arc. I mean, you don't you, you don't want a spirit gate Melfi to Melfius on your bond. No, because no, that not. shit does work both ways, yeah. folks. And if they figure it out, you, good luck. Right. And, th- and that's what I was going to ask because it, it's still going to work both ways. So anything on the other side. Now it's access to your bond. You wake that thing up, yeah, all of a sudden, oh, it's a Nexus crawler, because some idiot just let it. Cool. Oh. Your book. Cool, everybody. Hold a battle. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, there, there are spirit gates. But I think that that's a bigger deal and should definitely be treated like a bigger deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I that's think just that's like a extremely treasure. rare. Yep. And I think that's kind of why they made them that way. They were probably written that way. But yeah, it's instant travel, but look, it's so rare that it's it's probably not even in the thing. So if you find one, awesome. Yeah, make a big deal a out cool of it. Cool story hook, cool story arc. All right, so let's backtrack a little because we did kind of jump. All right. What is the Near Umbra? Well, the Near Umbra is, I guess, the, the next layer. Of that onion. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, it, we were talking about the onion. Right. It's the next <laughs> layer. you, you got to describe it. Well, it's, it, that's the thing, because it's hard Can to describe. You? Exactly. The, the, well, we didn't touch this. That's why no, I no, that, no, it's a good point. Yeah. Thanks for bringing us back. Yes. Good job. You know, I don't want to say that the near umber can be whatever you want it to be, but it can be, it can be whatever you want it to be. It's, it's a void. It is a void. And it, it also is affected by the will of, the, of those traveling in the, in the near umber. Mm-hmm. It, it's affected by... Their Listen. desire for their destination. It's affected by yeah, it's by spirits, spirits around who are there. Already there, you know, like protecting certain areas or well, certain paths. You know, the the near umbra can be. Dis- I mean, I wrote a little blurb down. It's it's distance has no real meaning in the umbra in the near umbra. The spirit world changes away from land and sky, almost void. You will catch glimpses of things, the stars, the other realms. You can actually, you know, they're way out there, but distance has no meaning. So it's kind of one of those. It could be like if you want something. You want to travel to one of these realms? It'll be the closest you can see. Uh, it will. It will seem the closest. Seem the closest out of the realms you can <laughs> because again, visibly see. Distance means jack shit. Yep. Your senses are just not. You you can't sense anything. Like smells could turn into colors to you. <laughs> okay, when it said something like that, yeah, like I read the, that. I'm like, smell. You can just the smell blue? of color blue. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> oh man, you are lucky. You are you're lucky. lucky. You're, you're not a thirsh. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky you're not going through my third school. You have third school? I kind of have third school. I want to attend those classes. I was going to say, Tom, he has third school. <laughs> I'm going to have third school here shortly, guys. I, I have. I, I put uh, our last third third school, and you'd go fun thought experiments, like how would you best address spirit of electricity? Mm-hmm. Um, how would you uh, piff of jazz? Talk to jazz. Uh, not like the Autobot, but like the concept <laughs> of the music. <laughs> I don't know. Not the banjo. Mm-hmm. 
Press ahead, man. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm going to just add in a little no, you jazz won't. flute in there. You absolutely won't. Um, yeah, please don't. No. <laughs> Get sued for, a but you know the, the, the you know what you know blue. How do you talk to blue? How do you interact with that? Yeah. Is a concept. It's it's a thought experiment. Yeah. Mm, wow. You know. Well, think but about that. Moving moving from that for a moment, because I mean there's a little high concept there, you know. And but still, when, when you're not talking to flowers yet, and I'm and I'm you know talking about uh, dealing with the piffs and <laughs> just fucking slow down. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, you brought up. No, I brought up all of it. This was all so. my fault. But that's the thing that kills me is it's like there's no sensory input there. Like right. Even when you're talking and you're not getting the feedback from talking. But in, and here's the thing, because there's a point to where it's storyteller discretion. The near umbra, again, we talk about how it's affected by the trailers, the will of this, the will of that. It's affected by the will of the storyteller. So yeah. you, you could be, for example, if it were my near umbra, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're traveling in a vast desert and then suddenly it becomes a forest. And now it's a lake. And, and you're walking through it, and it's and the set is changing like like in a fucking cartoon, like it's just spinning it's just behind speeding you. By. Yeah. yeah, and that's not what's happening, but it's your perception of what's happening. So you're almost getting the portrayal of the storyteller's mind, or, or how he feels that, or that he, he or she feels that the character, this section feeling. of the Umbra is mm-hmm. versus this section of the Umbra, and maybe it's chaos and random. There was, uh, I believe, it was in a uh, revised Umbra three. Okay. Well, it's actually Umbra 2, but it's 3rd edition. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Umbra Revised. Sure. Where, I believe believe it's in that book, they bring up the silver rule, and it's that every adventure into the Umbra should be different and unique and interesting. Okay, that makes sense. That is neat. Yeah. I like that. You know, it's it's a challenge for a storyteller to really play with your imagination. And I know the example I just gave you is not what it says in the fucking book, but it also can be anything, because it's based on perception. Mm -hmm. It's based on... What the pack's purpose is. Right? Yeah. And, and how they can handle what's going on around. You know, I, I think somewhere in the books, it, it was the, the Near Realms, which we're not, I, we're probably not going to talk about. I don't know. But there's the 13 Near Realms. There's a, a bunch of Near Realms. There's a bunch of pocket realms, and mm-hmm. but they're the, thir- the big Near Realms. And, and they talk about how maybe you could look at the Earth and then the 13 realms going or circling around the Earth like a pearl necklace. It's almost like they're orbiting... Almost like, you know, and, and it's, that's none of that's literal, but like, how else are we going to describe this so your brains can comprehend it? Right. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, because again, it's, it's that perception. Right. And it's going to be different every time. So <sighs> I don't know how Hard else to, to wrap it. your mind around something that d- ignores physics. Right. <laughs> Solid point. <laughs> yeah. None of the rules apply. None. So how do you grasp it? Yeah. And, and the current rules will not be the same rules the next time you get there. Not necessarily. You just assume. And so it makes traveling in the near umbra all just just traveling in it, mm-hmm. just rife for potential and adventure. I like that. You know, just just going from point A to B is a journey. It should be every time. I- exactly. I like the way you introduced it to us. How's that? That was fun. Where we obviously went through a hole <laughs> and then <laughs> appeared in just a void, but then all of a sudden windows, mm. just rows and rows of windows. That we had to peek through to try to find our destination. Yeah, you were in an all zone. Yeah, but going through the near yeah. to get to it, it just, that was nuts. Just because yeah. you were trying to, you were, the way you described it to us, just. Yeah, because <laughs> you were very descriptive when it comes to stuff like that. So it's, it helps bring it to our imagination. Because obviously, I, I couldn't describe some of that stuff. Well, the beauty is you're making it up. So, <laughs> right. You can. 
Well, it was just great because we hadn't researched it yet either. Right. Yeah, now that so I've read it, I appreciated thing. it a lot more on how you how you brought it forward. I, I agree oh, with you 100% you. on that. Yeah, because it's now that we've read it, much like when we talked about Red Talons, yeah. you know, reading it shows a, a, a bigger appreciation for what we've gone through already. Which, yeah. hey, that could be a thing for future you guys' storytelling. If you got something big coming up that's going to touch down on a certain book, have your players read it. It's probably not a bad idea. Um, there gotta be, there's something to be said for the blind experience, too. Yeah, that's true. Cause, yeah. And then have them read it afterwards, because we do get, yeah, me and Danny, get a lot more appreciation for <laughs> a lot of the stuff Porter's done. And, yeah. and it also helps with that, that uh, barrier between character knowledge and player knowledge. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because you, you don't want me to have described that to you when you pop up in the null zone. In, 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 like, Danny stand up because, oh, this is the null zone. I know about this. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first time here. You shouldn't. <laughs> it should be a surprise to you if you haven't been there already. So, yeah, the blind experience, I think, makes more sense. And then the, the reading after to show the appreciation. Uh, you, you heard it here. I mean, these guys do do what they say because they said it. Um, Damn right. Because we told you to. That's right. <laughs> your favorite. Not, not even me. Just them. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to us. No, but in, but we talk about travel. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways. There there are a few. Again, they're all festooned with potential. Yeah, they're all <laughs> a journey. They're all Thank a different you. adventure. It's one of my favorites. Who wants to start? Well, before we really start on the travel, we got to remember that most of the umbral quests will be in the near realms. Right. So there's going to be a lot of traveling to those different quests, to the different destinations, you know. Kind of stuff like Ertz. Is that how it's pronounced? Ertz? Ertz. Ertz. Okay. I mean, A-I-R, Er. Ertz. <laughs> Sound it out, yeah, right? English like, is hard. You mean like, ah, round? Yes, oh. exactly oh, like that. Nice. Yeah, I wish other people would listen you to that. remove the hey. D, like, ah, round. You remove the D. Yeah. Oh, well. Ah, round. Well, Ertz. <laughs> Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these down as, they're like your road signs. Okay. Well, first of all, what is an Ert? That's what I put. It's like the road, like road <laughs> signs. It's, it's like a road, but but it's a spirit track. It's yes, it's essentially a spirit. It's like you're tracking something. You're looking for footprints, tracks, remnants of battle. Right, and that's the thing. It is the, the arts themselves change depending on the spirit, depending on where they're going. Theoretically, it, depending on what the pack or the person is also needing to find. Right, so it makes them tricky. Right, like if you're trying to find the battlegrounds, it's gonna you're gonna find remnants of battle. You'll see. Taint, like car tracks or you know muddy footprints with could be guns thrown about anything like stuff like that yeah a bunch of s- spent uh, spent shell ammo casing yeah. stuff like that sure and I, I put uh, it's let's see yeah footprints tracks from vehicles dead animals claw marks etc stuff like that certainly and then well, I, a thing about that though. Is it spirits or dicks sometimes? Mm, I was going to get to that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, by all means. By all means. <laughs> I like putting that, that most Garu will seek out spirits for assistance in trying to track their location. But spirits are fickle, and they have their own business to take care of. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes they'll forget they're trying to help you, and they'll just fuck off. <laughs> well, and then, then beyond that, you know, if you're not in contact with the spirit at the time, and you're just following an air, you can assume... These tracks, these these tank treads, or these shell casings, right, are taking you to the battleground. It, you, you make that assumption mm-hmm. when you follow those tracks, but you don't actually know where those tracks are going. No, that no, you spirit don't. could actually be going to the atrocity realm. Ooh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. it would be a similar type of track. 
It's true. So they yeah, can be tricky yeah. things. They're not a guarantee. And I mean, that's the thing is there's not a guarantee when you're following an error. No. Because essentially you're following the, it's, it's like following the footprints of an animal. Yep. And then they could just vanish. Right. And reform elsewhere in the Umbra and you won't know where it went. <laughs> like, or, oh, we're, we're fucked. Or maybe the spirit got picked off by something. Mm-hmm. And the trail just goes cold and you're who the fuck knows where. Exactly. And, you know, the, the near Umbra is not somewhere you want to get lost in. No, no, because who knows if you'll ever find your way back. Right. You could end up in Malpheus. You could end up in the Abyss. You could end up in a realm you've never fucking heard of before. You know, um, I once ran uh, a four-parter in, in Virginia. Okay. Uh, it was, I think it was called Tales of the Four Winds. And the, the whole premise was that an umbral storm kicked up near the battleground and shot the players elsewhere. <laughs> Just elsewhere. They woke up in Pangea. Holy fuck. Oh, boy. Yeah. And now these were pretty green. This is a green pack. And it only worked because they were green, so they didn't know how to get home. Okay, yeah, you probably couldn't do that with a more with experienced. a more experienced pack, yeah, because they would know. Okay, well, maybe I know about this exit, this exit, this exit, or this exit. I know the rules of this realm. Mm-hmm. They don't, so now they're lost in Pangea. You son of a bitch! And then part <laughs> two is okay. Well, they go to leave. They found out a way out, but they went the wrong way because again, they don't know because they don't know any better, and they end up in the scar. Oh! And then they get out of the scar, and, and they think they get home. But they ended up in a pocket realm that was an alternate, fu- a potential future of the world they were living in. Potential future. Potential future. Uh, the, you know, it wasn't the name of the story, because you know how we name the stories here. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the kind of behind the scenes name was Dessert. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because what I did for them was I made them new character sheets. Representing of their existing them character. As rank 5 Garu oh. 20 years in the future. Okay, so oh, yes. Yeah, this, dessert for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, we've mentioned dessert before, and it was definitely like really early on. Prop, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and this is what we're this is what we were talking about. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I remade their characters, took their sheets, you you get five here, you get five here, you get five here. Here's some awesome gifts. Here's some gifts from uh, from stuff that's not yours. Here's a couple claves. You know, yeah, yeah, I pimped him out, yeah. and it was it was actually an apocalypse story, and and I gave him this whole premise, and I talked about how when they got in the realm, these memories flooded into their head that didn't actually happen because again, it's a different future, but they don't know that. Oh, it's no, that's like, neat, right? So, like, here's the thing: is um, we go to Whiplash. Mm-hmm. In in that world, they show up, and Whiplash is leading their canyard. He's their Jarl. And he's, Makes sense. his eye's missing, as I tend to do, but it just happened in their game. Oh. And okay, so in their current game, before they went into right, the potential future. Right. He, he lost that eye like two stories prior. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and his arm was gone, just like Danny's is. Yeah. The same okay. way. Harness and everything. Oh. So okay, that's where you get the idea. Yeah, that's where I got the idea for the harness. It's still cool, but hey. Well, the sword's all yours. Yeah. That's a all, new thing. That was my idea, too. <laughs> it, but yeah. Exactly. But, you know... And, and so, at the end of that chronicle, it might have been the next one, Whiplash lost the arm. <laughs> and again, in their current... In their in their real timeline. Yeah, not, not the... So, like, I kept messing future. with them. <laughs> it would have been funnier to mess with them if it was the other eye that was gone. Right, but... Well, I, I think the point is that he's showing what could possibly be... And, and then, then having certain aspects of that shit happen. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, it was, that it was a lot of That way they think anything that's about to happen to them is going to happen to them. That, yeah, yeah, they look at that that side realm and go, oh, God, this is going to happen. We've got to watch out for these two because this yeah. is going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, how, that's a good way to mind fuck them the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's fun. It's like some foreshadowing and some go, ha just kidding. Right? Yeah, was, but again, it was, you could run into that kind of pocket realm. 
Which sounds cool, and it would be, again, make for a really cool story hook and arc. It was, it was fun, and again, it was a good dessert, and then also it wasn't, because then we had a player who was like, when do I get gift to the Spriggan? Never. You're never going to get gift to the Spriggan. <laughs> you, you are a Philodox Shadow Lord. You're never getting that gift. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Stop asking. Ever. So, Sorry. It was so a there's, also, it was there's cool. also another art, and it's the Moonlit Arts. Yes, and that like, is... um. Air. Ert, art, 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 art. Did we just not discuss this? Oh hush! I Thanks for listening to the podcast. With, I suck with English. <laughs> um, that's true. Far, little known fact, guys, is uh, our friend Tommy Dixon. Farsi is actually his native tongue. Farsi, Farsi. You want to give us a little sample? Huh? No. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. We... God <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> oh well, now we know how to say that. Oh, all right. So no. To you too, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, we figure that one out. <laughs> no, yeah, the the moon. Uh, the <laughs> so Ertz to moonlit Ertz. Yeah, the moonlit, moonlit Ertz, Ertz. They're they're a um, they're a different classification. I mean, they're a classification for two. Uh, one thing we're very familiar with, which is the Moonbridge. Mm-hmm. Which obviously that that is Cairn to Cairn. Right. Um, there's a gift that will let a girl bypass that, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Mm. <laughs> it's a different story. You know, no, yeah, that's past stones. Yeah, past stone to past stone, cairn to cairn, right a cairn opening, and that goes through the penumbra, reaches up to through the, the neurumbra, yep. the the apex. Yep, actually kisses the ethereal realm. Yep. In which case, once it does, Luna is like all over that shit. You can't mess with that bridge at that point. That's you're fucking locked down. That's as safe as you're ever going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, anybody tries to attempt to do anything, <clears throat> Luna's celestial <laughs> is there. Yeah, Luna herself <laughs> is going to smite your ass. Yep. Oh, that's a bad idea. Uh, you're, you're safe as houses. The girl should all move there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a cairn at the top of a moon bridge. Fuck it. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. No. <laughs> but the other thing is, uh, what is the other one? Well, no, I, I was thinking going back to the, the moonlit air. They're like, they're really good. That's a really good time to do your quests. Those umbral quests we were talking about. When is a good time? Because if it's moonlit, it'd be at nighttime. Well, sure. I'm just, just thinking out loud, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Just why'd you think that? That's all. Because like, know. If, if, if that's the case, you know, then Luna herself could shine some light to help you and show you where to go. Well, mainly loons would help you out. I mean, could help right. you. Why well, I, I wouldn't... Look. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've talked about this a few times. And really, you know, the, the other moonlit air is a moon path. Right. Um, so when we get to that, it, it is, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Uh, but something we have noted more than once on this show is that Aunt Luna is fucking crazy. <laughs> Aunt Luna. Aunt Luna, I like that. <laughs> well, Gaia's mom, Luna's her sister, that's Aunt Luna. Good point. Fair. Yeah, never... Well, I mean, Aunt, Aunt Luna is crazy. Never really put the math together there, but hey. What do you want for your birthday? Here's a gift card for ballet lessons. Or, here's a shiny moon silver clave. Or, nuclear holocaust. What do you want it to be? It could be any of it. Depends on the face. I mean, I want the clave. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> Luna is not stable. No, <laughs> she's absolutely nuts. And again, that I think that brings us into moon paths. And so, what can you tell us about moon paths? Danny? Well, they're definitely a lot less predictable than the bridges, the moon bridges. Well, right, but they're very different than moon bridges. Very, they're moon lit, and at the same time, all the auspices are phases of the moon. So each of the uh, 
it's often that each auspice might take point of the pack it's, it's not during a bad idea. whatever phase of the moon is currently going on while they're taking that path. That's certainly not a bad idea. And in fact, the, the stability, like the nature of a moon path changes mm-hmm. over, over depending on the phase. Depending on the phase, right. You know, um, and obviously these only exist at night because right. they have to be lit by the moon. And actually that's something to break in real quick, that day and night don't work the same in the Umbra. You know, when it's night, it's night. But daytime in the Umbra, it, it's not like, oh, Helios is coming and he says, hi, everybody, and he's greeting you and handing you two scoops of raisins. That's not how that goes. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. No scoops for us. Oh, but so we're sponsored by us. Raisin Brain? No, us. Oh, yeah. That's true. We are. They are. They're sponsored. Hey, it is Rage Across the Internet. <laughs> Rage Across the Go check out our store and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, was that the commercial plug? Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Done. We're going to have to do one for real. It'll be fun. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, you have ambient light in, in day, mm-hmm. in the day of the Umbra. It, it's not, you know, Helios isn't up there smiling. Although night is night. So no matter what, it's nighttime during night. Okay, no, I, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. It's not... There's not a direct source, it's just, you just get light. It's just light. There's not the direct source, it's it's somewhere. Figure it out. But, <laughs> gotcha. yes, during night, the moon paths only show up during night in the Umbra, and, and their potency, you know, um, how well they're guarded. Oh, yeah, all depends on... All depends on the phase of the moon. Phase of the moon. You know, the brighter the better. And again, <laughs> and it's just as you think, you know... The, not essentially the brighter the better. Well, in terms of visibility... Visibility, True, yes. But not by what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, by the <laughs> adventure. Yeah. yeah. By the adventure you're probably about to take is going to be different depending on each phase. Oh, absolutely. And here's here's one for you. You know, I mean, you know, these these moon paths, they go, they, you know, they say they go through the umbral skies, but again, as a storyteller, they can do that differently. I mean, this, this is essentially what we're talking about is it's like the yellow brick road. <laughs> but the yellow brick road now changes direction and fades in and out depending on. And sometimes the guards on the yellow brick road want to fuck you up. <laughs> yep. 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 Yes, <laughs> sometimes they, they just leave. They're not there. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> you know? Sometimes you have to answer questions for them. Sometimes. Again, it's a, it could be a different adventure <laughs> every time. Well, here's before maybe that path goes different places depending on the face of the moon. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Again, storyteller discretion there, but like... Certainly, maybe there are lost legendary realms that moon paths lead to under certain circumstances. Okay, I, I smell a story hook coming. Well, branches off a beaten path, perhaps, or just an entirely different way. Suddenly, the moon the moon path shifts, and it goes a different way because the, the moon phase has shifted, or because some other requirement has been made. Or a, if a it's a path. new moon, and you can't even see the path, but you happen to still stumble through it properly, and you found yourself something lost because... You failed upward. Yeah, you failed upward somehow. I like that. I like that. Failed upward. Yeah, this wasn't my destination. Well, maybe it wasn't really your true desire. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't where you wanted to go. It's but it's where you're supposed to go. Supposed to go. And that's a big theme for the near umbra in of itself in traveling. Is you, you know, it said, and it's something I think I always told you guys, is, you know, when it comes to the umbra, there's a lot of ways to get to where you're going. Mm -hmm. You'll get there. It's just a matter of how easy it is, how long it takes. (laughs) You you could get to the Umbra and start walking left. Which way's left? Exactly, but... (laughs) That's why why I said which way's left. Start the Pan Umbra and walk left, because left is there. (laughs) Fair. And you could theoretically find find yourself at your destination. Find your way into the near Umbra and at your destination somehow, someway, eventually. But again, you could also be where Gaia decides you need to go. Or Luna decides you need to go. Or just what is destined, or both. 
or neither, or <laughs> you can get lost and find yourself at the abyss. Oh, you're, you that's find, a bad idea. You can get lost and end up in, you can get lost. You can get hit up by an overall storm and again, shot off to somewhere you don't know where the fuck. Oh man. It's all ripe for adventure. Yeah, it's all. I, I think of, um, you know, we go to Inspirato at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think of, if, if you guys have never watched it, and this is cool because you can go see it now. Um, if you're a Disney Plus person, is uh, Gargoyles. Okay. All right. It, it was an animated series that ran for a few years uh, back in the 90s. Okay. Well, second season, they got really, I'm going to say they got really weird, but things <laughs> got really cool. And I mean, the premise is, is you had these, you know, old Gargoyles, medieval, you know, who were brought back to life in the modern day Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And they're the last of their kind, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I remember the show. It's yeah. just been a long I time. I haven't seen it since the 90s. It's a, it was a really good show. And in season two, they start to get Shakespearean. Okay. You know, they, they bring in uh, they bring in Arthurian legend. They bring in Shakespeare. You know, they, they travel to with Puck to Avalon, and they fight Oberyn and Queen Titania, and, and they get to the Avalon through this mystical skiff. You know, it, it shows up, you know, like off the Hudson one day, like an, a fucking knight comes out <laughs> and says, Goliath, we need you, blah, blah, blah. They go, okay, we're coming with, you know, some of the, some of the group. And it, it goes this really neat arc. But at the end of the arc, they get in the skiff and they go to leave. I'm like, oh, it's going to be great to go back to Manhattan. And it's not Manhattan right. anymore? Well, no. And the knight yells, no, you don't understand. The skiff doesn't take you where you want to go. It takes you where you need to be. Ooh. Okay, now I see where you're going with yeah. it. Yeah. And then, like, the next, I don't know, five, six episodes are them showing up at different parts of the world. Because that's where they're needed. Because that's where they're needed to have these, like, globetrotting adventures just trying to get the fuck home. It's not dissimilar to the Umbra at that point. It doesn't necessarily take you where you want to go, but it takes you where you need to be. I like it. No, that's cool. That is neat. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, is it uh, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? It's got the compass. It tells him the with, direction where he wants to go. With Jack Septicai. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yet he personally doesn't know where he wants to go, so the compass always points in a different direction. Okay. All right. It, it points to your innermost desire. Okay, you know more than I do. Sorry, I like Whatever. the movies. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> But he he could never tell what his innermost desire was. So yeah, so he would convince someone else this is what you want. Yep, he would hand him the compass and go. That's clever. What you want. Yep, that's clever. That was a shadow lord. You could well, you can <laughs> use that. Yeah, I mean there there is a, there is a, a story seed there that turns into something bigger if you want to spend five minutes with it. Yeah, so, make that a fetish or something, folks. Spend five minutes with it. That's a cool idea. Actually, that is. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. no, not until I brought it up. Till I was just like, oh, that guy could be a cool fetish. Well, for you, Danny. Hey, good job, me. <laughs> good job, dude. So, there's a few other ways still to travel. Oh, there's, there's quite a few. One that your favorite pack heavily uses. The Calm? The Second other. favorite pack. The, the, the Rings of Chains? No. I'm just fucking with you now. Third favorite pack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm sorry. Their Totem Owl. Yes, is the, the followers of those who follow Owl get wings in the Umbra. And it's the <laughs> ultimate cheat code. It really is. <laughs> because they also get Ertz that... Others cannot see because they can fly. And because they can fly in the Umbra, mm-hmm. it's like Red Bull, man. They get these big fucking bird wings. <laughs> wings. Yeah. And they could just get, in fact, um, if you remember in the postmortems, mm-hmm. when you first met Ron, remember he came crashing out into the sky to the top of the apartment complex. <laughs> Why? Because he was flying around in the fucking flying, Umbra. Yeah. You know, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. He just appeared like 10 feet in the air and landed on the roof. No, I remember that one. And. It happened, and we didn't know why he was crashing down. Yeah. Like and we later weird. on found out that it's because they follow Owl, they get wings in the Umbra, and instantly clicked, like, fucking Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with his toys. 
Right. <laughs> Essentially, but, yeah. But it lets you bypass, like, 75% of the bullshit of the Umbra. <laughs> but again, I can just fly here. I don't need this shit. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I think, what, Tom, part of your hiatus, we kind of wrote that story of your little Umbra quest. What, what would, you, would you call it an Umbra quest? Maybe? I'd call it misadventure. Okay. They had more misadventure. That's fair. And you were getting helped by someone who could just leave if he wanted to. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he had wings. Right. And you guys weren't in a great spot either. He, no. But we were again, knocking on Malphys' door. And that was someone who he, he had your back. He didn't bail on you. Which, thankfully, because I had zero respect for him at that point, and now I have the <laughs> utmost respect for him because I'd be dead. Character growth. Yeah. yeah, I think he wrote it that way just so I would like him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was tired of you not letting him off the hook. I felt you were being unreasonable. I was, but still, <laughs> I wanted someone to hate. Couldn't hate just on Jude. There's, right? I was gonna say there's plenty of NPCs in this game to do that. On. Well, I mean, Donovan's dead. <laughs> well, there's, there's plenty. Of, there's yeah. still more ways oh. to travel. Okay, what else you got? Spirit trains. Oh, those are neat. <laughs> Like, they're, they're kind of weird and kind of dumb, but yeah, they're right? also neat. They're also neat. Uh, I like how some of them, like the note the, the Bonars use, what they call it? The, the subway. Yeah, they call it the subway. Yep. Or the, the Striders use the Midnight Express. Yep. And then there's the... Uh, the the, the Noesha use the ghost train. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's arguably the, the same, same thing. That's exactly what they state in the book. Yeah. Um, and of course, but it's an RPG. Probably. It's an RPG, so of course you have to have a ghost train. I mean, why not? <laughs> I, there's a dragon in Pangea, so there's another trope right oh, there. Jesus, I oh, boy. That. It's all just D&D assholes. Yeah, right there. Go to the legendary realm. Boom. We're not talking about that right now. There's still more. So, yeah, so what about uh, the, the pattern webs? Yeah, pattern webs is definitely one of them, and I would not want to trust that. No, certainly not. No. And the, the pattern webs is, I would argue, I probably wouldn't get a hold of a splashback on this, but the most dangerous. I mean, it might be a little easier, not by much, but a little easier for Thurges, because there is a gift. Well, sure, there, there are gifts that will... No, oh, and a glasswalker. Yeah, that will facilitate. Yeah, I believe it is a glasswalker. It's it a glasswalker gift. also, but... Oh, then there, hell, it's like a glasswalker Thurge <laughs> at that point, right? Fine, fine, yeah, you win then. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Thurge gift to travel along the web like a pattern spider. So you're essentially attracting less... Attention, which attention is Attention and less danger. Because that's the thing. Is now you are you are walking the weaver's webs, mm-hmm. and that, that shit's guarded. <laughs> There's shit all all sorts of spiders. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you can find hunter spiders. You can find some geomids. Maybe you can find rust spiders. You can find their shit in those webs, man. Yeah, <laughs> you are in the web. Light them on fire. It's a bad oh, idea. Bad spiders. It's dangerous. <laughs> some carna in there. It's just, it, I mean, you don't even know where those could lead. I mean, essentially, right. that could lead you to the. The cyber realm's computer web. Like, easily. Easily could lead you there. You wouldn't know. Like, and I think they said that the glasswalkers do have a way of reading around. Like, they can read the webs and get a picture or, or call upon a, a, a pattern spider to get the picture of the webs around them. So they kind of know where to go. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you definitely, them an idea. You yeah. would definitely want to do that with a glasswalker. I wouldn't, as, as a player, you know, mm-hmm. would be, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't trust even, much else. Huh? I wouldn't broach that subject without a, gla- a competent glasswalker with me. Right. Again, cool story hook or oh, arc. Can be. You know, bad shit happens when. Look at uh, Nate Bangerang. Oh, bad yeah. shit happens when you fuck with the Weaver too much. Good point. 
I, I thought it was cool though that the pattern webs themselves it like touches almost all spots of the umbra, uh, which is a testament to the weaver's influence and power. And, and that's where I was going with it. It's like it's very much because of how strong weaver is, and just how many pattern spiders are just keep weaving more and more and more webs. Mm-hmm. It's just constantly growing. You know, more and more our reliance on technology. Yep, it's the way the world is. <laughs> so, what other kind of spots of travel do we got? Well, in terms of travel, that. About covers. That covers it. Yeah, but it's those destinations that can be really interesting. Again, we talk about, you know, there are other near realms, there are other pocket realms, there are, you know, you can find yourself in dream zones, you can find yourself, I mean, there's that too. You, mm-hmm. can, you can dream, you can find a dream zone, which you can enter by falling asleep in the pen opera. The it's pen that opera, simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, Could I you do it without it? Without, without what? Without falling asleep? Sure. I'm sure, but I mean, the book's pretty much stating you probably should. <laughs> I mean... Again, with the Umbra, theoretically anything is possible. Right. Mm-hmm. But the easiest way would be just go yeah. take a nap. Like, this is the way we know, and yeah, well, just here. take a nap, don't be an asshole. And that's why I'm thinking that, because the one who falls asleep, essentially it's going to be their dream. But their dreams could lead into other dreams. Well, it's the thing is, the dream zone is the conglomerate of the whole of dreams of, of everything and everyone. Everything everyone. that has existed at once. Right. There's like five Freddy Kruegers running around there right now, I guarantee it. Maybe even all in one spot. They might be taped together. Oh, oh, Jesus! Like See, a, man, they could be like that's, a Mecca Freddy. I don't know what. That's that's someone's don't, really don't bad dream. ever write Mecca Freddy, please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't script this, so there's a stream of consciousness in everything we do here. Hey, Mecha some, Godzilla exists. Sometimes we say things out loud and don't don't make a Mecha Freddy. <laughs> we shouldn't have. <laughs> like that's that's endorsing bad. It don't we don't endorse these dumb ideas. It was funny, but not endorsed. Don't make Mecha Freddy. <laughs> I, I'm, again, I'm just thinking, like, if the one who falls asleep and they've got, you know, maybe that's their umbral quest, they have to go through the dream zone to get something or find their something that was significant in their dream. Yeah, perhaps they're looking for something that was lost in a memory that they're hoping that will come out in a dream. Okay, that, thank you for saying it because I couldn't figure out how to get there. But yeah, it's pretty much where I was going with it. But maybe someone else's dream, it's in a different location. So that, that's why I'm asking, is it possible to do without falling asleep with an umbra? Well, again, theoretically, anything is possible in the Umbra. You know, there there's an umbral realm where if you made the decision to do this, don't make the decision to do this. <laughs> and you could manipulate the wild energies and change shit. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. That's, so that's why we're saying don't do it. Man- manipulating wild energies as a sentence is already bad news bears. Mm-hmm. But you can, um, yeah, you can change shit. You could change... You could affect things in the greater world. More likely, you're going to affect things with you. It's possible to walk in there, a proud, weirdo, one-armed, get a Fenris. <laughs> At least you said proud. I did. <laughs> and, and, walk out, and walk out a 15-year-old girl who also happens to be a Noisha. That's a change. Yeah. That is a drastic change. It's <laughs> possible. Okay, now you said weird, so that's fine, too. I mean, the, We'd the call change. that an oops. Yeah, oops. <laughs> Big oops. Because I feel like that's not your intent. No. Is that a direction you care to go? No. Okay. Don't go messing with wild So energy. we're calling that an oops. But that could, could, potentially, th- happen. could potentially happen. There, I, I believe there's a chart in, in uh, the Velvet Shadow. Really? About the kind of changes that you fucking with wild energies will, about what will happen. I believe oh, it's there. Oh, I need Shadow. to find this. When we're done here. I'm looking for it. That's fine. <laughs> Now you're putting over there. ideas in his head. It's not, more of a curiosity. 
Okay, I hope so. Yeah, you're satisfied. There's no way. I mean, you guys are going to do what you're going to do ultimately. Mm -hmm. But you'd bring that up and Jonas would whoop your ass. Oh, I'm sure. How do you think what happened to him happened to him? Yeah, he's already got That's what I mean. I'm sure that's why I would, yeah. You, you You want to spend the next 20 years seeing 20 different things in 20 different time periods at once? Nope. No, I don't. Stay out of flux. Just stay out. Yeah, I recommend that. <laughs> Period. I think there's a lot of new realms on the dangerous don't list, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, those are those can be great adventures if you have a reason to do it. Right. And we keep bringing up these near realms. Right. I feel like we should at least touch on a few of these. And there's one in particular that I feel like we need to touch on. Okay. And it's Erebus. Why? Why? It's Erebus. Why? Because... <laughs> Erebus is the embodiment of Gaia's wrath and the purgatory of the nation, a place both feared and revered. It's crazy. You just come up with it just, just, just like that. Oh, yeah. Just came up with it. <laughs> yeah, she the spread off his book, notes. The book came up with that, thanks. <laughs> All right. Direct okay. quote. Okay. I right. get you. Come on. I mean, you have to. I mean, this, I, is, this is the place where Garu go to cleanse themselves. It is. And, and I, I mean, fine. Okay. Well, we could talk Erebus. I mean, we keep talking. I mean, we brought no, up no, so we, many, we and people are going, like, what is that? What is this? What is? I mean, if they haven't touched the Umbra book, they're going to... What are these pocket realms? What, and, are, what, is, what is all this? Okay, it's, certainly. It's a good point. Yeah. And, and look, we will be talking about those in depth later. Sure. But yeah, we can... We can the um, next we Umbra episode in, in three more years. <laughs> yeah. I just enjoyed this one, and I wanted to make sure it, it got well, brought up. You win. That's you fair. win. Go, we'll, talk about, uh, we'll talk about Erebus. Where do you want to start? You, what do you mean, where do I want to start? She's <laughs> this guy. Well, one thing that's awesome is Cerebus guards this. Yes. A three-headed Who? wolf. Who? Cerebus. Ah, okay. Not, not Charybdis. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> More attention. You're no, a welcome. three-headed black and silver wolf. He guards it, and he decides who may enter and for what purpose. So you need to please him to be able to go cleanse yourself. Gross. Now, interesting about that <laughs> is in earlier versions of the Umbra book, it talks specifically about how the three heads are physically distinct from each other, each representing a different part of the triad. Oh, that's cool. Umbra 20 didn't. I, I know. I believe you. Yeah. Because well, we were talking about it earlier. Because I was reading it. I was like, I can't believe it. That, yeah, because you were telling me it's about it. Like there's a, a picture of it. Why wouldn't they keep that? There's actually really cool. a picture in Velvet Shadow. There's like the weirdo robot head and like the wormy face and oh no shit! It's not great art, but it's there. Oh, but that doesn't have any changing heads. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm showing these guys a picture right now yeah. from 20, and it's that's a they're just three standard heads. I mean, I guess that was Maybe a design decision to <laughs> design decision to make that change, but it could be either way you wanted. I just thought that was neat. Yeah, storytellers use your imagination. You know, and <laughs> go if, creative. If you make it past them, obviously you're going to be greeted by Black Hills. With flowing rivers of silver. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it? It takes the idea of the lake of fire and just replaces fire with silver. Mm-hmm. Huh. And um, as each near realm has different laws and rules, and this pertains even to entry and exit. Sometimes one of the little caveats to Erebus is you can you can heal silver damage. No biggie. Wow. Yeah. No big. But only if you're in Erebus. Erebus. Yeah. And that's more of the brood, though. That's doing that because they mark you before you go in. But it's you know, law of the realm, right? It is law <laughs> of the realm, and I do like they. I, I have to throw this in there. They have a, a little secret that there is a spiral dancer swirling around in that silver pool. Been there for decades. They're trying to cleanse him. 
he's just that corrupted that he's still there and hasn't been... It's a spiral. He did the dance. He's a spiral dancer. They're trying to cleanse him of the worm. I mean, the implication there would be... He's that corrupted. Well, it would be to... To make him a white howler. And that's the thing <laughs> that's, that it states, and that's, that's why I wanted to say that. Yeah. It says, no one knows how long it will take to cleanse him. And some speculate that if he comes out alive and cleansed, he could be the first of the new white howler tribe. And mm. it's cool to say that. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was you, neat to yeah. say it, but it's, it's, it's just a speculation. Neat, it's a, yeah, it's a neat legend, and it can stay a legend and stay speculation. Stay speculation, please, yeah. Or, or even, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's true, and in ten years he comes out, and he has the potential of to bring back white line as a totem. And but that doesn't bring the tribe together overnight, right? And that's but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I just want to point out that it's it's okay to have those legends, and for that to be wrong. And I you know to go back to to shadows and tall trees for a second. If you guys recall, a huge crux of that entire situation was based on. The speculation of of the Octena you were dealing with. Yes. You know, it was that, well, if we do this, then this could happen. They didn't know. They couldn't prove it. No, it was all speculation. But it was, we can't take the risk. Right. And that's what In case it is real. Right. (laughs) The risk is not worth it. Right. Juice ain't worth the squeeze. (laughs) Okay, good one. Another little tidbit is Erebus is obviously only for Garo. Mm -hmm. No other changing breeds have anything like Erebus. So they have no way of cleansing. Really? Yeah, it's stated in 20. Yeah, interesting. It's like, like a little birdcage of gold for the Corax. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, just, I, I, almost wonder, I almost wonder if the, any of the other changing breeds even know about it. I don't know. I, I'd imagine. I'd speculate they would. I, I don't know that they would. No? Maybe they, no. Because where are they here? They're to hear a Garu tell them a story around the fire, first of all. True. <laughs> you know, Cricker Wormfoe's not going to have beers with uh, Leary Catface. And tell him about the time he went to Erebus, right? Uh, Larry Catface. Larry Catface. Gotcha. It's a very important member of the best at. We'll get to it someday. Someday. <laughs> Quote me on that shit, I dare you. Uh, but, you know, so, I mean, they're not going to share those stories. And, and you'd make the argument that would a member of the Pharaoh, and, you know, those all have limited, um, a different experience with the Umbra. Mm-hmm. Would they even find the realm? Would that even be possible? And if so, certainly, um, Cerebus wouldn't... Wouldn't let him in. Wouldn't let him in. Yeah. There's ways to sneak past him but if you've got the wherewithal. But And then there's only one now. way out, and that's the way you came in. There is a secret way out, but not many know about it. And now... Got to be curious on both those now. <laughs> Read the book. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, well, we'll touch more into it, because it gets really in-depth, and we'll touch more into that. But I just feel like everybody needs to know about that place. Because obviously we're fighting worm all the time, where you're eventually getting tainted. Hey, right, a cleansing only goes so yeah, far. Yeah, right, a cleansing only goes so far. You need to get the deeper cleanse from going to Erebus. I'm glad you said going to Erebus because I was about to say that's what she said. And you know, I mean, it should be <laughs> if you're doing that, you know. And I don't. It's gonna maybe it happens again, you know. Um, I, I don't know how much time you'd want to spend on it. Because there's a level of how interesting is the story of you treading water in a lake of or treading water in a lake of silver. Oh, you're going, as far as cleansing. Oh, it burns, it burns. Oh, it burns. Oh, it burns. Actually, treading it pulls you in. Oh, wow. We'll get deeper into it later. 
Because this, this gets, cause yeah, deeper. deeper. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. of water. I, I mean, I, I could gotcha. literally be here for 40 minutes, or not 40, but like 30 minutes talking about it. It has got a lot of depth to it. So you usually want to like the, the, the wet, just wet the appetite. Yeah, this is just okay. wet the apple. So future, when we start talking about more more of these pocket realms, we'll get more in depth with them. All right. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll do it a little sooner than a year yeah, later. We'll, yeah, we'll be better about that, we promise. <laughs> That just got away from us. That's really... I can't believe it's been that long since we did Penumbra. I know, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. That's dumb. Uh, Danny, do you have a... No, I mean... I thought Battle Grounds was cool. But again, if we're not going too deep into the, the Near Realms... Just give just a little taste. A little bit. Give him a little taste. Yeah. It's kind of what it sounds like. It's, you know, the, a vision, really, of any battle, any war, or anything... Ever. Ever. I like how when you go do it, it's different for every traveler. Well, yeah. And I mean, when, when you say traveler, I mean, if you have a group of travelers, mm-hmm. they don't all see something different. It, it's kind of like the dominant personality right. takes over. So like if you're with a you know, big timey glass walker, maybe you're walking up to a computer console and you're, <laughs> just, and you're typing in. Maybe a computer and, screen or something. Right. And it's going, here's the directions to different battles. Or it's an arcade mm-hmm. game or something. Right. You know, that'll point you to a direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you go down these halls, and it's it's almost like uh, little stages or TV screens mm-hmm. that are playing all these battles, and then you can jump in and participate. Yeah, there's when you go down the path. As long as you stay on the path, you're protected. Right. As soon as you get off that path, you're in that battle until it's over, or <laughs> until or, you die, or until you die. Yeah. Which is not actual which, death in the battleground. Right. You get punted out to somewhere else than your umbra. I mean, like I said, I, I thought that was cool, especially for like history buffs. I mm-hmm. thought that'd be cool to be able to see, and then you can get their perspective on that, or even maybe even use that as a pack. Maybe the Aharon uses that to help train his pack for better tactics. Look, Look at what oh, we did like here. That. Yeah, well, and you bring that up because, yeah, the, the battles that are showcased, if you will. Mm-hmm. I like to use the movie theater analogy, where, you know, you go down the road, you're theater 12, and like, it's like each <laughs> okay, theater is yeah. playing a different battle. That's a good idea, yeah. Right? And it's easy, you know, to, to picture that now. Right. Because you get your tickets taken now here. Go down one of these halls, you know, there's theaters on both sides, mm-hmm. fucking go. Utilize the battlegrounds as a rank challenge. You can, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, yeah. You, you can have the, you know, the, the Ahron who wants to look over their battles because, again, the dominant persona or the travelers subconsciously dictate what battles are being shown currently. Yes. It and could it, be different the next time you go there. Exactly. In case in point, we use that as a character building tool to give insight on the background of an NPC once upon a time, if you guys recall. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, yes I do. And you guys were able to see a very poignant battle in the history of one of uh, one of your favorite NPCs, Danny. Mm-hmm. And that forged who he is today. Very much so. Very much so. You know. And it, it was cool because it, it gave us the perspective of like of someone who was... So insignificant to that battle. Mm-hmm. They were in the battle, but they were like the very lowest of significance. <laughs> no, it, it's true. You so it, you get that almost like that pedestal. So like I said, that's kind of why this one stuck out to me. I, I thought that was a lot of fun. And, and I even thought of it, like I said, with using the around is being able to look over previous battles. Maybe maybe they lost a certain battle. Sure, and so they go why did we it. lose this? Why did we lose it? So he goes over and he sees that battle and sees it from all the different angles and finds out what he did wrong. And maybe he tries, because obviously you can't change it. Well, theoretically you can, but it's but as it won't. long as you're there. <laughs> you can change what happens, sure, but it doesn't change the history once you're out of the battle. Right, so like it basically doesn't. But the yeah. theory is, is you know, you change reality until you leave the battleground until and it goes back to normal. Hmm. So good, good job. 
I, I thought that was cool, and as I can that very could definitely be quite used for rank challenges. On change the outcome of that. There's your challenge. That's a good idea, and too. which obviously won't stick. But people are watching. What's what people are watching? People are watching. Everyone's yeah. there. You know, you guys fought. Um, and actually, I wrote a story that I never got to run. No, um, <laughs> I, I a little bit did with you guys later. Mm-hmm. But the idea was that um, for someone's birthday, <laughs> okay, uh, Rowan Blood Tears uh, would take the pack into the to the battleground because he found a particular battle that the elders did in their prime. Oh, so happy birthday! S- you got to check this shit out. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome! And like the whole thing Seattle. would have been me dictating what the battle was, mm-hmm. and then going in and you got like rolling like shadow box it off on the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Hit him again! Hit him again! You know. And oh, then maybe you guys that. jump in, maybe you don't, but it just seemed like fun. Oh, that's a really cool one. Yeah. Look at how badass these guys are. Yes, they're the elders of the of the Cairn and the Sap. Now see why. Right. Like here's Swimming Bird, who today looks like the Crypt Keeper and Over Redenbacher had a baby. It's like a skeleton wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> but check him out in his prime. Yeah, check him out when he was 25. <laughs> he just ate a tank. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> wow. Awesome. You have, like, a neuron that kind of stuck out to you a little bit? I mean, obviously, you're a storyteller, and you have all this fucking vast knowledge already. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge asshole. <laughs> so, um, I'll talk about the abyss. Oh, you are an asshole. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch asshole. There was a time, and I didn't realize I did this, but there was a time, and this was back in the day, mm-hmm. when I would do yearly abyss runs. I didn't realize it. Oh, my God. Wow. But I did, like, four or five stories in the abyss, and I had no idea that it was, like, almost a year to the day every time. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> but the abyss oh, um, starts as a crack. There's a crack in the ground in the near umbra, and what does the ground in the near umbra mean? But shut up and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm following so far. Uh, it could start in the penumbra, and the crack gets larger and larger and becomes this big crevice, this giant canyon, into nothing. Okay. There are legends that the Maw of the Worm is down there. Also, nothing is down there. <laughs> Maybe it's the Temple of Path to the Temple Obscura. All the way down. You know, um, but yeah. if, if, if you go down and you fall, Uh-oh. I take your character sheet away. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you have died for all intents and purposes. Yeah. And um, so you, you have to, you end up descending into the abyss, like cr- climbing down. Mm. And there are paths. Uh, a bronze, a silver, and a gold. And it, it said that everything lost in the world ends or, up in the abyss. Ends, ends up in the abyss. Okay. Ooh, Bones of Shocker Hind might be down there. Bones of Shocker, maybe. Maybe lost fetishes from the White Howlers or the Bunyip or the Croatan. Oh, wow. Maybe um, that sock from Laundry Day. <laughs> but, you know. Could be anything. The directions to the Fountain of Youth. Uh, you know? Or Macbeth's pants. Or Macbeth's pants. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a great... Yes, I did. Wish we weren't friends. <laughs> but, you know, and, and the further you go down, and I say the, the paths of silver, gold, but because the paths are lined with this material, mm-hmm. and it, there's more of it the further down you go, okay. it, it's, it also gets darker. And, and eventually, there is no light. And when I mean that, I mean Lambent Flame's not going to work, Fairy Light's not going to work, your flashlight's not going to work. It becomes nothing. Oh, man. Now, there's a hive down there, too, which is fun times. <laughs> but more important is the Nightmaster. Oh, man. I was like, where are you going with this? And then now... Yeah, then the Nightmaster in the face. once it. was a Shadow Lord, and him his pack went down there for fortune and glory, as Garu are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And slowly, as they descended, 
people started going mad because that's what happens in the fucking abyss. Can imagine. Until it was just their alpha who ended up making a deal with the abyss itself and becoming its living embodiment. Oh, oh wow. Shit. He became the night master. He can't be killed. He can't be stopped. He can't leave the abyss, but he's there. He's everywhere all the time. He's watching. You don't know that he's not. And maybe you can make a deal with him. Maybe. Maybe he can... He wants to eat Just the sun. Don't go there. He wants to eat the sun? He wants to eat the sun. So maybe, I don't know, get some sun chips. Maybe that's close enough. <laughs> it's not close enough. <laughs> he wants to eat the sun so he can leave the abyss. Cast everything into darkness. Mm. Abyss is bad news bears. Oh, you know, but it's, it's rife with potential for, you know, finding the lost thing or... A great way to ruin someone's day. <laughs> I was going to say, a great way to kill a whole pack. Make them yeah. real mad yeah. and sad and all at once. Yeah, I like the abyss. I'm a jerk. Sounds like it. But uh, I feel like... That's pretty close. Yeah, I feel like that's going to cover it for today. We will come back to the Umbra. Oh, yeah. It will happen before too long. <laughs> We're going to talk about more Near Realms. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about what we can do with them. Because I think that's probably more interesting than just going, well, this is here and there's it's in the book and you can... Yeah, we're going to tell you about the thing that you're going to read up on anyway. Yeah, that's just boring. So, you know, we're going to have our fun with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for today. We remind you once again, stores open. We remind you once again, help us out with the, any support you can. Be that our Patreon, giving us, you know, thumbs ups, word of mouth, reviews. Remember, five star or bust, because it only helps for five stars God, for some stupid so reason. Weird. Stupid algorithms. I, I swear it's not for our ego. It's for the algorithm. Yeah. We appreciate the help if you could. We do. You know, uh, we love you guys to death. Thank you so much for all your support. You know, everything that's come before and everything that's coming ahead. You know, on behalf of uh, Tommy Dixon, Daniel Tyson, and myself, just thank you. We'll see you next time. Take care of each other and keep on helping. See ya.